Someone You Should Know, a program about people you know and even more that you don't. Hosted by Stuart Sachs, veteran, husband, father, and grandfather. Now, here's your host, Stuart Sachs. Well, welcome to another edition of Someone You Should Know. Hope everyone is doing well. I mean, huge news this week uh, and all the the uh, vaccine is out. It's getting to our healthcare workers first. It's going to get out to the general public. We're over the hump and on the on the recovery side of the the pandemic. I don't, you know, everybody I'm sure is absolutely elated. Uh, and and thank you, thank you to Pfizer and to to the other uh, manufacturers. Uh, but I'm glad that you're with us again this morning for another edition of Someone You Should Know. Uh, I'm going to get right to the chase because I have a very, very dear friend who is my guest this morning, Ernest B. Morgan. Welcome to the show, Ernest B. Hello, Stuart. Hello, my brother. It's been a long time, <laughs> <laughs> sir. <laughs> we, we, we talk to each other periodically and all, and, uh, and I got some really good news that we're going to share with the audience uh, today. And I said, you know what? I'm not going to call you and say hello. Uh, oh, it, do I look nice? Yes, sir. <laughs> Gotta take a picture. Yeah. I, I said, you know, this this news is just too good to to just share between us. Let's get you back on the show and talk about it, because you you well you tell everybody what you're what you're getting into now. <laughs> well, Stuart, again, it's such a blessing to be here. Um, it's just great. I just love KBDI Radio. Uh, you guys are amazing. Uh, what we're getting into, first and foremost, uh, I'm a full-time pastor here in Frisco. Uh, I pastor the Empowerment Church, uh, Texas. Church is four years old, doing absolutely amazing. We right now, just uh, through the pandemic, we've been in my living room for eight months, but God opened up a facility for us in September. So we moved in the North Hall of Hope Fellowship Church, mega church here in Frisco, and they gave us about 5,000 square feet to have church. And uh, it's, it's going amazing. And of course we do online ministry. Uh, we do a whole lot of stuff. And my heart is always to help people. So in the meantime, in, in doing all that, we know the church, we grassroots uh, organically uh, started the church. And you was one of my major inspirations. I actually talked to you before I even opened the church. It was at Up Kitchen uh, four years ago. And I was telling you, I had this passion uh, to, uh, start this ministry. So we've done it and everything has been amazing. But in the, at the core of who I am is is reaching people. Okay. So uh, my whole heart is reaching people and whether that's uh, selling barbecue or, or preaching the word of God or just doing what I can to support uh, the community. Uh, that's my job and my call. Um, so me and my wife got a history of barbecue uh, over the last um, 15 years. We've owned five locations of a restaurant called Ernest B. That was in Mississippi. Okay. But we closed down those restaurants and moved to Frisco uh, five years ago. And I haven't did no public um, cooking or advertisement in five years. Never told nobody about the barbecue. It was just kind of word of mouth behind the scene. Uh, but I think I felt I have, I saw after being in Frisco five years, I saw a market of who, well, we could take something that we was just sitting on basically sitting on a major opportunity me and my wife we sold the restaurant but we didn't sell the recipe we didn't sell 
what we do well, and of course, I'm Ernest B. So I felt that I could, I could, uh, uh, after five years watching Frisco and seeing the potential growth of Frisco, I felt the timing for me to come on the scene with a venture that has zero to do with my church, but loving people. So it's a total opposite. Um, it's a personal business that me and my wife own. And so we closed the Mississippi brand down and um, the Mississippi brand was Ernest B's Barbecue Home of the Texas Style Ribs. But we started a catering company called Ernest B's Barbecue and Catering Company, LLC. And that's totally so we're taking it step by step. No, no brick and mortar. Uh, but we're going to put uh, where I have delivery service coming in 21. I have a food truck and all this other stuff that's going to happen in 2021 but again i've watched the city for over five years and i just saw out of the amazingness of frisco i saw where my product was had a, a niche and i felt like i waited the right time and so on december the 7th uh we launched just on i went on facebook and just out of the blue just gave people my menu and i tell you my phone hadn't stopped ringing even to, before i come on the show um they was tearing up my facebook page people trying to place orders and so in two weeks, we got just business. People are ordering for me. And it means a lot because I felt like I've sown such into the city of Frisco and um, who I am as a person is serving people. And I'm telling you, just based on the scratching of this thing from the 7th of December, it looked promising for the future of Ernest Bees in North Dallas. Well, and and the public, you know, it's they're not going to be strangers to Ernest Bees. Uh, barbecue, because uh, over the last uh, few years, you have been on site uh, for the Camp uh, Craig Allen uh, event, uh, Cook and Barbecue, and, and that has been not only uh, to to present your style of barbecue, but it's also been a competition, uh, and you have, you have been part of that. So a lot of the people that are tuning in today already know and I'm sure that they're starting to, the saliva is coming down the mouth right now, knowing that, that Ernest B is back in the barbecue business. Yes. But, you know, what is fascinating, and you you, you said that, and I, I find it so hard to believe that it was just four short years. We, we sat down, we met one day at breakfast, and it was like a like an immediate kinship. Uh and, and we used to meet every Friday morning and we would sit next to each other. And we'd have our coffee and our breakfast. And one day you said to me, you know, my brother, I, I've got something that's a little heavy on my heart. And, and would you mind if I ran it past you? And I said, absolutely. And you told me that, you know, you back in Mississippi, you were in the barbecue business. You also were in, in auto sales back there, too. But you have always had a love for religion and always wanted to have your ministry. So that was already established in Mississippi. Now you move here to Texas and you started working, selling vehicles, and you were still cooking a little bit of barbecue. And you had this idea that you wanted to start your ministry and you're running all this past me. And I'm thinking, holy cow, this guy's got a lot on his plate. <laughs> but I, you know, the one thing that we shared was we both knew that in your heart, if, if you, if it feels good, do it. That, you know, if, if you feel, you know, I, I told you that I thought that it was a little bit tough. The three items were so far apart from each other 
that trying to juggle all three of those at the same time, I said, Ernest, you got to prioritize yourself. If you had your choice of those three things, selling vehicles, barbecuing ribs and, 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 and sausage, a ministry, what's number one in your heart? And you said, the good Lord. That's right. And it was the ministry. <laughs> and, and I said, well, then that that's that's how you got to prioritize it. And you started out with your ministry at the Marriott Hotel in a room at the Marriott. Yes. And uh, you started bringing people in and those people brought more people in. And pretty soon you were outgrowing the room that you were in at the Marriott. And again, in four years, I mean, I'm telling your story, but because I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated with what you've done. Uh, then you were in the atrium over at the, uh, um, Jaeger at, at, at uh, Jaeger, Jaeger over in, uh, in Allen. Mm -hmm. Uh, and now you have your own space, 5,000 square feet. You said at Hope Fellowship, which is a great, a great location and great people over there at Hope Fellowship. And, so now the ministry is going. Now, I know that also pre-pandemic, you not only were 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 working in your in your uh, uh, religious conviction all week long. You had your Bible study uh, classes, but every Saturday morning, I want you to tell the audience what you and your parishioners would do every Saturday morning because it, it ties in together with what else we're talking about. Okay. Well, you st told my story so major because I, I mean, I could see, uh, the, I'm going to help you write your book. Yeah. You know, the progression of all the things that has happened to me, direct result of this whole journey has been my love for people. Okay. So my love for people has caused me to be successful everything I do, it always turn out well because I have no uh, gray area. My, my love for people is, you know, I'm all in. So in 2019, in January, when I first was trying to get the church off the ground, remember now I moved here in 2015 and I didn't know one person in this whole area, but the guy hired me at Crest Infinity. And so we grew the business, the, the business at the car lot was me just being a personable person going out in the public, engaging relationships, meeting no strangers and loving everybody passionately. That was my whole purpose. But in 2019, uh, January, I felt like I need to be doing something more. And we adopted this principle in the church, go serve and love. And what that means was I would go into the world or anywhere I've seen a need and with our infant church with no parishioners hardly when I started. Uh, but I felt like if I would just, people don't want to know what you know. They want to know how much you care. And I just wanted whatever I could do to, you know, I'm in this big old major city, 215,000 people. Our church is just a speck. I mean, <laughs> the, the wind would have just blew us away, but God sustained us in that season. So in 2019, I went down on Griffin and Kadeets and um, uh, 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 um, what's the name? Eve or Elve would name it a road down there. Irve, Irve, downtown. We go went down to the bridge homeless shelter. And I would drive from North Dallas every Saturday, never miss one Saturday in a whole year, feeding homeless people from 175 to 250 people. And it's people like yourself that, that will make contributions to the church. 
and we didn't get no government assistance. It was just all through our offering plate. We was giving back and we gave in 2019 over twenty thousand dollars that twenty five thousand that we use that just came out of a miracle that we gave back to the public hygiene products, uh, sanitizing. Uh, before the virus hit, we was there every Saturday, hand in hand. And it would be so many people and I could never have enough food, but I did it, uh, I did it out of, uh, I, I dedicated myself to it and I committed to the cause. And so we went one solid year, never missed a Saturday, through the rain, through the sleet, through the snow. Uh, through, I knew they was depending on me. But I was trying to get my church established in this North Dallas uh, area. And I said in 2020, I said, we're going to shift and we're going to go to Collin County because it's as great a uh, economy in this area. So many people that still are having challenges uh, with economics, having challenges with different things. And so what we've done, um, we just went on and um, kept trying to develop. So in 2020, uh, one of the things I wanted to do first, the first uh, group I wanted to feed. The first group I actually reached out to in January was the police department and the fire department. Those were the first, I wanted to go in and help the service workers. So I went to the chief of police in Frisco and I asked him, could I come in and feed the police officers? And he said, our schedule kind of tight. Right now we don't have a room, but I keep you in my roller deck. So I seen him at Rotary Club uh, in February, sat at the table with the chief of Frisco. And I asked him again, I said, can I do anything in the city? He said, Ernest, I want to do it, but our schedules is kind of tight. So I just started helping other causes. So what? one of the things I wanted to do, one of the things that we've done, I saw our church as a, a beacon of hope. And, and, and I'm saying this on this level. So I couldn't find a whole lot of people to help. So I just started looking at other nonprofits in Frisco that was doing something in the city that wasn't per se church. Okay, wasn't church, but it was helping people. Okay, it wasn't church, but it was helping people. So I went to my board and I said, listen, I know this is not a church service and it really don't have a direct tie to church, but it have a direct tie to people. And if you follow me, my heart is for people. And if we help people, regardless of where they're from. So I just started teaming up with Frisco Fast Packs, uh, uh, Frisco Family Services. I teamed up with Melody of Hope. I teamed up with uh, uh, Camp Craig Allen. I teamed up with, and, and then I started helping other churches. Now, this is from no money. I'm just, <laughs> we're just looking at how in the world are we going to be sustained? And also we're going to help people. And I'm telling you, Stuart, it has been an amazing ride because it's never been, a, I haven't met budget. And by the way, I've been full time at the church two and a half years from my job. And I left it at six figure income. And I took a 60 plus thousand dollar a year pay cut to start the church. And I exhausted all my income to, to 100% dive into what we're doing even today. And, and God has prospered. The greatest of people like you, friends to me that has helped me through this journey. And my whole mission and focus has been, what can I do to help people? So in June, now watch this, January, I went to the chief. I couldn't get in Frisco PD. February, I went to the chief. I couldn't get in Frisco PD. In June, well, I think end of May, coming into June, George Floyd situation shows up and they was protesting on El Dorado right here in Frisco. Now watch this. I'm from Mississippi, born and raised all my life. I know what racism is. If you want to ask anybody in the world what racism looks like, 
what it smells like, what it feels like to be stereotyped. I'm this, I'm your guy. And I only moved to Frisco five years ago. So all my life, I grew up watching real racism take place before our eyes. So I go, so they was protesting on El Dorado. And I got a call from several friends in Frisco and said, Ernest, are you going to the protest? And I said, no. The reason I didn't go to the protest, it, I, I'm very aware I'm black, 100% black man. But I'm not called to Frisco to do nothing but bring people together. This is my call. My call is to what can I do to, to solve a problem, not, not add fire to the flame. And so what I did, I came home and I prayed. And the mayor of Frisco and uh, Chief David Shilston had the, the live stream on their phones as they lead in the protests out in leadership. I'm at home on my computer praying. For the protest, I didn't go. I've been protesting all my life. Sometimes people heard, sometimes they didn't hear. So I just didn't feel like I had a dog in that fight. I'm very, I love, I'm black. Everybody know I'm black, but this is not who I am. God brought me here to bring people together. And what I did, I sit on my computer at the house in this very spot. I'm doing this interview with you. And I began to pray. And the Lord, the spirit of God spoke to me and said, email the chief right now. Now, I've talked to him twice and couldn't get in. I emailed him in the while they was protesting. And before the day was out, Chief David Shilston called my house and he said, Ernest, what can you do to help us? It, it just it just happened like that. And here we go. All fell into place. It just everything fell into place. And I said, This is what I want to do. I want to feed 100 police officers and everybody for Frisco PD, families and all. And I'm cooking all the barbecue. Our church is providing it. And I cook four meats and all the sides for both shifts. I cook 600 pounds of barbecue in two weeks by myself with zero help. So I fed on the 19th and I fed on the, uh, the first week. Uh, and by the way, watch how this works, Stuart, and to the viewers. Juneteenth was the Frisco PD's first is Juneteenth. I'm a black guy, so you might as well put the history with it. You know what happened in Juneteenth. Okay, but I'm a black guy that God then convicted my heart to do something to help the city. So what I did, um, I'm well aware of his Juneteenth, but the chief made some aware of me. He said, Chief Shilson say, do you realize that today is the Frisco PD's banquet for the PD? But because of COVID-19, we canceled the banquet and your barbecue replaced the banquet. <laughs> That's the first thing. Your barbecue replaces the banquet. And right place, right time. I'm talking about right place, right time. Everything just lined itself up. All of a sudden, I got not only the 100 police officers there and, and everybody at the staff, I got the mayor Frisco shows up unannounced. I got Chief uh, Shilston. He's the... Tony Felker, the, the president of CEO of the Frisco uh, uh, Chambers, Chambers yeah. and just different attorneys and all these people. We got Melody of Hope playing live music on the patio of Frisco PD, and they let everybody want to come. They got tents set up. This is middle of COVID. The chief says the pressure right now with the George Floyd situation is so heavy, and here you show up and relieve the pressure with an act of kindness. That just messed me up. That was the first week. And then the next week, I fed nine fire stations in Frisco. 
And yep. all 115 firefighters for free, for free. And we gave them top-notch barbecue. And I still didn't have the catering service in my mind. At that season, it was just, hey, this is earnest. My church is small right now. There was a need. Heart, yeah. But my heart is big. You understand? See, because yep. we understand preach to it, but this is passion for me. Now, now we understood that COVID-19 showed us that the church was never the building. It was people. It was the people. People Pe helping people. People helping pe the church is people. Me and you are brothers, okay? Me and Mark and you is brothers and everybody else in the city. So I showed up with a whole different frame of mind is what can I do to help Frisco, Texas? And that's what that's what happened. So that's that's that, that was the first part of what I did. You know, and 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 the if there is a downside to all of this, is that the the pandemic has not allowed you to continue your 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 work uh, in the in the inner city on those Saturday mornings because that's had to had to be curtailed, and though the need for those people is still there, but they just didn't have the avenue. So hopefully, now that we're starting to see the the vaccine come out that you know by springtime and all you'll be back there helping those those people again well i tell you what a caveat to what you're saying and i know i just want to throw this in okay so the barbecue catering was inspired by me having to pivot and had to rethink how would i view restaurants in this hour right now restaurants the walk-in traffic is so low so what if i could prepare the food and take it to them OK, and what if I can have this food truck and all this stuff that I have for my personal business that I can apply to take food like I never did before? And that would inspire the catering service where I can be um, a blessing on wheels, where I can prepare the food and take it to the people. So that's what's coming in 21. We want to be in a better position that we can cook mass, that we can cook mass. I, I come to say I come to feed the multitudes virtually thousands and thousands of people would no, listen Stuart. no strings attached my heart is for people i i just want to make sure when i lay down at night that i've done everything in a day that could change somebody's life regardless of color regardless of race regardless of religion i'm here as a representative of christ himself and whatever i can do and somebody may be viewing me and want to partner with what i'm doing you know they may want to partner with me personally to help me um change lives praise that's what i want to say <laughs> well you know what what's just truly amazing to me and this goes back to our original conversation vehicles barbecue and gospel and and that's who ernest was in in mississippi uh you're from from a little town of amory mississippi yes and and that's right outside of tupelo Yes. For those, for those that, if that 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 city sounds uh, Tupelo, where have I heard Tupelo, Mississippi? That was the home of Elvis Presley. Yes. Where he was he was born and raised. So you were you were raised right outside of Tupelo, Mississippi. But vehicles, barbecue, and gospel. Now you move here, and in our conversations, I was thinking about it last night. You, dear friend, have come full circle because when you really got into the gospel and wanted to start the Empowerment Church, 
you knew that you had to put other things on the side. So you had to put the barbecue and you put the vehicle sales on the side and you devoted all of your time in into the church. Now, all of a sudden, you, you knew you could never, ever get out of the barbecue business because you, you were either going to do it for yourself and share it with others or make a business out of it. And I applaud you now that you are you are back in the barbecue business. But the real kicker to the whole thing is by, you know, springtime or summertime of next year, you're going to be back in the vehicle business because you're going to now take your gospel, your barbecue, and put it on a vehicle, and you've brought those three things back together. And it, and it, it couldn't happen to, to a greater guy. And also, your partner in crime, Cicely, your wife, yes. who, who is a major, major force in, in, in everything you've done. Uh, this is really, it's exciting for you, your family. It's exciting for Frisco. And it's it's going to be exciting for for everyone in our area, uh, and and I'm you know I'm I'm absolutely thrilled for you. I can taste it already. I'm putting together an order for you uh, to launch two weeks before Christmas. Uh, you know, you said that the the phone is ringing off the hook. I anybody that knows you and has experienced your barbecue through the Cramp, Camp Craig Allen. Uh, programs and everything knows. Oh my gosh, he's in the catering business now. I got to place an order, and it's two weeks before Christmas. You're gonna you're gonna be hopping, my friend. Yeah, yes, <laughs> and I need to hop. I'm ready. I tell you what, this this has been such a amazing COVID nineteen has brought the best and the worst out of people. Um, and I my my prayers are for families that have lost loved ones and got people that are battling COVID nineteen. I personally have lost loved ones and friends in, uh, in COVID. But if I can do something in a day's time to make people smile and to make them feel good, a sense of purpose, that's my calling is to do that. So, uh, man, it's amazing. I want I want people to know now and, and take out a pen and pencil. Uh, you want to s- learn more about the new catering business is Ernest barbecue bbq catering.com go online earnest bbq catering.com and the phone number will be there uh we'll we'll put the phone number on the screen too but if you want just go go to that site you will first of all you'll start you'll start salivating because that picture of the slab of ribs that you got there is and, and so tell everybody you you're doing ribs, uh, you're doing you're doing sp- uh, ham, yeah, roasted chickens, turkeys, turkeys, uh, sides. Yeah, I'm doing brisket. Uh, now yeah. one thing you you do you do the 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 Texas uh, uh, pork rib slabs, but you also do the rib tips. And and, you got to do. And and and. I I've had I've had the the tips and I, I got to tell you the, the the slab the slab of ribs that's good the tips mm-hmm, boy <laughs> yes sir yes sir and a side of some beans and some some potato salad and the coleslaw oh, yeah woo so it's 
it's there. And, and again, now, you know, I've just laid out your menu. How many people are involved in your operation? Me, and as far as the barbecue, is me, my son, my daughter. That's it. My son is 23, my daughter 21, me and my wife. By the way, me and my wife will be together uh, 24 years married, two more weeks on the 28th, and we've been together 26 years. So I thought I'd throw that out. So it's a very exciting time for me, but just only me, my son, daughter, and wife do the catering company. But, but again, to those that are listening and watching this show, Ernest told you earlier he he provided nine hundred meals for the for the fire department and 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 hundreds more for the police department. He he he's been been cooking for masses. We're not talking about parties of ten or twelve, but it's four people, his immediate family, and all that are doing this. And there is absolutely no way that anybody can do something like that if it wasn't for their big heart and soul. And and that's what I love most about you, my friend, is that you have got a, a heart and soul that is so much bigger than your stature. Wow. Uh, you know, you just you just care about people, and it's something that you you alluded to earlier. You said during the COVID, a lot a lot of people have come out of the woodwork, and there's a lot of people that are doing things for their brothers and sisters. And my prayer is that once we're past this pandemic, we don't lose sight of that. We continue to help our brothers and sisters in any way that we possibly can. And we've had conversations about that. And you know, I, I say that from my heart. And I know that that's what you preach from your altar is, yeah. is, is that, you know, it's, it's good to receive, but it's much, much greater to give. That's right. That's right. Yes, sir. It's amazing. So you you are located now at, at uh, uh, Hope Fellowship Church. Yes. Tell, tell everybody if they want to stop in and, uh, for services, what time the services are. Okay. So what we do, we do two services per Sunday. I do a 10 a.m. online live stream at my church page, Empowerment Church TX. So I come on every Sunday morning with a, with a, a live stream service that I do, uh, just me and the cameraman. And we try to reach those people that still COVID sensitive. So we don't want to leave nobody out. Everybody haven't came back. The church is only right now at 30% capacity. So I got some people that want to come back and some people just remain online. Online, our church have grown three times and we really ministered to the miracle because people follow me all over the nation on service Sunday morning. So Empowerment Church TX, that's Facebook, okay? okay. And But in person, we had Hope Fellowship Church right here in Frisco at 9950 Rollator Road, Frisco, Texas. This is a this is a in-person service that we do at 3 p.m. in the evening. Now that's right now because of COVID, because I share a space with Hope, the only time I can get right now is a 3 p.m. service. But it's an amazing yeah. presence, great praise and worship. And I feel like I have a word every Sunday. And but I invite you just to come out and and be and it's it's, it's enough space in the place where you don't have to be worried about crammed up against people. We got masks, we got gloves, we got sanitizer, just whatever you want to, whatever makes you feel well. I just would love for you to be a guest. So that's at 3 p.m. Um, on Sunday evenings. And I don't doubt that pretty soon those that come at 3 o'clock in the afternoon are going to be able to stay afterwards and have some of Ernest B's barbecue. 
because the truck's going to be there. The, 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 the ribs, the ribs, and the sausages, and the turkeys, and and, and chickens are going to be smoking. And uh, uh, boy, it it I said it before. I say it again. It couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Yeah. Nice uh, and you've had you've had not only the support of your your family. You've got you've got a great congregation that has has followed you. And and I know that whenever there is a need, and you say, hey. Uh, is there anybody that can help? Uh, they come out of the woodwork to help you, and that that's great because that's what that's what every pastor needs from their congregation, and that's what every every leader needs from their followers. Yeah, what, what even with the church, uh, Stuart, I've been really blessed just to have so many different civic groups in Frisco. I'm a Rotarian, a Frisco Rotary Club, Frisco. We we meet every Thursday at Crest Infinity, where I started. I'm an ambassador. Chamber, so I go and volunteer my time and open and do ribbon cuts. We're having our Christmas party tonight. I sit a board of directors now for Melody of Hope. So I sit on the board of directors for Melody of Hope right here in Frisco, and just my hands is probably all over the city, just trying to do whatever I can to just make sure I do my part. And if I can make a difference or a deposit in somebody's life, that's what I that's what I do. So that's I'm 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 very tired in the way this city moving in all kinds of ways. So but I think I waited my time. I waited, you know, I've been serving others for so long and it's never been about me. And like I say, even the catering company just showed up on the seventh. I never tried to flex uh, you know, try to put the catering company out there. I just always represented Empowerment Church and when I was at Crest, it was Crest Infinity. And then God came back, like you said. Uh, you prophesied. You said I came full circle. So uh, full circle meaning that God didn't forget about the catering. So me and my wife sold out of the business, but we didn't sell the Ernest B product. So now we got a fresh product. We're ready to roll, and I feel like Frisco is a great fit. You you were just a volcano waiting to erupt. <laughs> That's good. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Thank you. Sir. All right. So so in, in in a perfect world, this this coming year. In 2021, you're going to launch the Ernest B's uh, uh, on wheels. Yeah. And, uh, I, I think you said it, and I think I think you should put that on the truck. Blessings on wheels. Yeah. I, well, yeah. I, listen, I'm a, I'm gonna write that down, Stuart, so I won't forget it, and I'm gonna put that down because that's what it is. Yeah. Bl yeah. Blessings, blessings on wheels, and and so now, uh, long range forecast. What does Ernest B see for? For his church, uh, for his uh, barbecue catering business, and all you see more trucks on the on the road, getting a big staff of people, and uh, you. Yeah. Well, what I what I really see, Stuart, first and foremost, is I never want to lose focus of what my purpose is is the church. Okay, my ministry is the 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 number one thing that that means so much to me is our ministry. Uh, we desire building. You know, I desire my own building. I've been four years in different locations trying to hold a ministry together. Our church has done such an amazing job. It's amazing how we've been able to hold the church together and help so many people. But I would like to have my own facility that we could, um, I really want a place where I can have an outreach center that I can really have a distribution where we, the heart of what I do is just help people. So I would like to have, it's a whole lot of things that I want to have, a, I want our church to secure a facility. Now, the catering company right now, we're not going to go full blast every single day. I'm going to be doing it three days a week, okay, because I got to balance my time. Sure. Make sure that I can still 
you know, at the ministry and do all the stuff that I do. But ultimately, I would like to have one day in my future, another sit down restaurant in Frisco, Texas, because uh, I just feel it's a great fit. You got another, you know, it's 215,000 people in Frisco right now. It's a projected goal of three to five years, another 240 coming to Frisco. So it's so much more growth coming. And I feel like our timing of us being here is going to let us kind of grow with the city. So I think we're in the right time for all of this stuff to come to pass. Well, you know, if you if you need a waiter or a uh, you know a, a host or something like that, I I might know somebody. Okay. And and, and I and I'll 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 work for rib tips. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you a taste test to make sure everything's going out right. Yeah, I'll start as a taster. Yeah, we're gonna get Mark some real barbecue shipped to up there, the Gaylord of Michigan. You know, we're gonna get you know get that's, him. That's right. <laughs> and you're gonna have to send it up there by 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 uh, 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 you know a snow snow snowmobile or yeah. so up to him. Yeah. <laughs> there he goes. He he's flashing on the screen. Blessings on wheel. <laughs> yeah. Lord, I thank you, man, for this. The, no, you know, and and what you said about about expanding the church, I think, is something that's been in the back of your back of your brain ever, ever since you started. Uh, with it is because I know that that you you want to preach your services at all and to be to do it you know Sunday afternoons at three o'clock I I know I know you Ernest and I know that there is a need for Bible studies there's a need for for uh, things for the youth uh, Sunday schools and to have your own facility will allow you that luxury of being able to reach a broader audience and to have more programs. Uh, for people to be involved in, and uh, I know that that's that's part of your plan, and I don't I don't doubt that that you and the good Lord are going to make it make it happen. Well, I tell you what, I'm I, you know I, the three o'clock service is not what we would call a popular time for church because most church services are in the morning uh, or even late in the evening, but three o'clock. But I'm going to tell you what I adopted this principle is I'm so thankful. Hope Fellowship, Pastor John McKenzie has been such a support to Empowerment Church. And just for God to open a door, I'm in a place right. of saying yes. So I trust even three o'clock, even though it seems inconvenient, it's really a great time for me to develop certain areas we need to grow in. And just to see God open a door and a partnership with me and Pastor John, that his heart is for people like mine. And just it just kind of gels together. So Three o'clock service to me is just amazing time, and I'm contented until the next opportunity opens itself up that we get closer to our goal and vision. We're just gonna do what we do well and just just be uh, faithful in what we're doing. So I'm thankful for God and all the things He's done for me. Well, I want people to stay in touch with you also, not only to to enjoy your barbecue and all, but stay in touch with with uh, Pastor Ernest because as you get back out there to serving the public on Saturday mornings uh and all I know I know firsthand because I've I've tried to provide you know clothing when I when I could for for those people that just walk uh, and and to for people just to say hey listen uh, I'm going to get you some toiletries and I'm going to get you some sweat socks and get you some things for you to pass out 
it it's it's easy for for us as givers because you're the one that's distributing it and it, and it's needed and you shouldn't have to bear all of that burden to be out there to try and get everything that that those people need uh we as a community need to rally around and and support things like this like we do so many other things you mentioned you mentioned that uh uh you know Frisco family services uh we've got we've got food banks that need help and I'll well, it's it's fine to provide for the food banks, but when you can provide for somebody that's going to take it and give it directly to the people that need it, uh, that that's a, you know an added blessing. And yep. you've been doing it again only four years. I mean, you you are one of the most focused individuals that I've ever ever met. Yeah. Uh, you got a game plan, and that's what everybody really needs to do. You need to you need to overlook that short term vision. And look long term. What do I want to do with my life? What do I want to do with it a year from now? Three years, five years, ten years. And uh, I know, I know that you know. Within the next few years, we're all going to be sitting down having a good meal at, at Ernest B's barbecue. I'm going to be one of them. Yes, you betcha. You betcha. <laughs> Thank you so much, sir. Thank you so much. So. So you know your 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 vision for the future with the with the church is to have your own uh, facility. Uh, those that are listening and watching, keep that in mind too, because when that happens, there's going to be a need to rally behind this young man uh, in in establishing that church. You got the barbecue business going. Uh, I'm so excited about about the the vehicle. I'm I'm so anxious to. To, to see that we've got the rail yard here in uh, in Frisco that is that is a group of food trucks and maybe they're going to have to make a space over there for uh -huh. Ernest B. <laughs> yes, sir. Blessings on wheels. Hashtag blessings on wheels. Thank you, Mark. I appreciate that. So I'm going to you know the the other thing too. I want to say now we're coming up on on Christmas. Uh, it's a very holy time of the of the year for 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 everyone. What are your what are your blessings for the world as we as we get closer to this holiday? Okay, so one of the things, uh, thank you, Mark Fernandez. One of the things my 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 deal is I've been praying for just peace that the world can come in a place of peace. Uh, at this time, I think partnership and relationships are so important. Uh, me and you in two different times in terms of age. But I just you just like one of my greatest friends. I could call you for anything. You know, a friend we share together is Mike Martin, was a former customer of mine at Crest Infinity. And before I can even get going in Frisco, he didn't went out through from Frisco Lakes. He didn't went throughout the city of Frisco and telling people about Ernest Morgan. I'm a I'm a uh, African American gentleman from Mississippi, and he from a whole other part of the world. But at that time, uh, I realized that God had placed the greatest of people around me to help facilitate all the things he had put in my heart. And I never take relationships for granted. Um, I've been praying for more relationships to be developed through this time because I really, I'm telling you now, uh, if you think about it, regardless if you're rich or poor, it takes everybody had to focus to get through this pandemic. We all waiting on the vaccination, regardless of your economical status, wherever you live, education, degrees or whatever. It takes uh, relationships. So my prayer is for the world to uh, to heal and also for people to 
uh, come closer. So I'm praying. The Bible says in 2 Chronicles 7, 14, if my people which are called by my name would humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, he said, I'll heal from heaven and forgive the sin and heal the land. So the whole thing is if people would turn from bitterness and hate and violence and just turn to uh, try to find a way to come together as a people, I think the world would be a better place. And I'm doing all I can uh, to make sure Frisco, Texas uh, would remain a place that not only the fastest growing city in economics, but also the fastest growing city in love and peace and equality. You know, you don't want all that. It, it takes a neighborhood uh, to make this thing happen. So that's my prayer is for people, regardless of where we're from, that we can unify and be a better people. Well, we are very, very fortunate. We we do live in very much a melting pot of cultures and ethnic backgrounds. Uh, and you have two ways to go. Uh, everybody just uh, stays in their own neighborhoods with their blinders on, or you open your doors and you welcome your neighbors and, and love your neighbors and share their experiences. And I think that there's so much more to be learned by doing that than the former of just, just saying, I don't care about anybody else. It's just all about me. Yes. I, I know I know that there is probably not a day in your life that it's ever been about Ernest B. It's it's always been about every everybody else. Well, I tell you, it, it's it's I'm not perfect. I'm a human, okay, and so I'm a man. Uh, you know, you that's very it's very seldom that it's about me, okay. I try to, you know, but I'm human, so I could have been in a selfish place, but nobody would know it. Um, it would be something my wife would have to check me on or my kids that know me. And sometimes, you know, you don't feel so well about certain things. And I've, I've had to pray this year like never before when I started seeing all the rage, the you know, just uh, the differences in ethnicity and all this stuff. I want to come home and make sure my heart is pure. Fifth chapter of Matthew, blesses the pure in heart, for they shall see God. So I would always make sure that is, as I leave, it's never about me, my whole motive. I was talking about feeding the homeless people. You know, I've never received one penny feeding a homeless person. You know, I, I was ministering with no salary uh, to those people. It was just a call. I felt God had held me accountable uh, to be the person that be salt and light. And so therefore, it's never been about finance. I told you when I left Chris, I, I took a $60,000 pay cut to start the church. It's never been about money. It's always been about people. And for me doing that, God has always supplied my needs. And so I thank you, Stuart. This time has been so precious to me and uh, our family. We were appreciated. Well, you know, the, the wealth that you have gotten from, from your life and your ministry is, is, cannot be measured in dollars and cents. Uh, it, it is a wealth that, that, that you have because of who you are. And I am so, I'm beyond thankful that our friend uh, Jody and and and, uh, and Lori McCogren started up that breakfast club, and we sat down about five years ago and met each other, and just started talking, and just started becoming brothers, and 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 realizing that there was so much more that we had in common than we had, you know, apart, a um, and. And it's, it's, it's a lesson that, that I think everybody can learn. And I know that I, I'm just pleased as punch for everything that's, that's happened to you in your life, your, your ministry, uh, uh, Ernest, Ernest Bar BBQ catering.com. Don't forget. 
That's right. Go online, place an order. It's 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 not a dine-in. It's it's a delivery. You, yeah. you know, you, you uh, and, and so the make it make it easy for you. Uh, but I, you know, gosh, I wish you the very, very best. And to Sicily and to your family and to your, your congregation, the, the very, very best for a very happy and, and meaningful holiday season. And I, you know, I will, we'll have to get together again, maybe over at up inspired kitchen, do breakfast again and talk about the next move for, for pastor Ernest B. Morgan. Yes, sir. Thank you so much, Stuart. I really appreciate this time, sir. Well, you take care. And uh, to to those of you that have been watching the show, Ernest B., just a man a man after my own heart. Uh, and uh, tune in again next week uh, for another edition. I'm going to have a very, very special guest next Wednesday. Not going to tell you who it is yet, but I've gone to great lengths to get them on the show. And uh, you tune in again next week. And until then, remember, be yourself because everyone else is taken. Ernest, be well, my friend. God love you.